Why are there pistachios on my search bar in Windows? The fuck? I'm clicking them. It's pistachio day. Oh. See, I thought there were actual like physical pistachios like stuck to your computer screen for like a split second there. Oh, that's where I keep my pistachios. <laughs> Very As a con- snack for later. <laughs> <laughs> Very convenient spot. Welcome to the Laser Comb Podcast. I live again. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, Welcome to the Laser Comb Podcast. Uh, I already forgot what episode this is. (laughs) This is episode 81 of the Laser Comb Podcast. That is Neo Cal, one of your hosts, and I am Christopher Siege, the other one of your hosts. That's right. And uh, we were breaking free of our... uh, nightly stone stone our, skin our daily stone skin oh, sorry stone. our daily stone skin that's right i wish i could do that during the sunlight hours honestly and then wake up and be fully healed yeah yeah be immortal yeah be a gargoyle man so recovering gargoyles yeah of gargoyles fame um Forgot how hype the intro is. And not just like how hype the intro is, like how fucking wild the premise is. Just like having Disney. Yeah, having been away from it for so long and to come back, I'm like, this is wild, man. This is fucking the premise of it is wild. I cannot believe this was a thing. Of which I am glad it is. So this week on the Laser Cone Podcast, we are reviewing a one of Cal's picks. Uh, he decided to pick uh, the classic 1994 to 1997 Disney animated program, Gargoyles. Now, usually after I say the name of a show, I will insert the intro, you know, just for funsies. Well, you know who doesn't like funsies? Uh, Disney's copyright cops on YouTube. I'm sure if I even put a single frame of that cartoon in this video, in the video version of this, then, um, well, Disney SWAT team would come like kicking my door in and probably turn me into a gargoyle. Giving you exactly what you want. Giving me exactly what I want. Which is why we're inserting the intro right here now. (laughs) But not giving the people what they want, which is what we're here for. That's true. We're here for the people, damn it. So we put, uh, as always, we put gargoyles through the old uh, random number generator. And, well, after a couple of tries, we landed on episode 37, Shadows of the Past. We're not landing on a five-part episode. I think originally we landed on like a five-parter or a three-parter or something. Originally, we landed on episode 36, which was part three of three. And then so I'm like, (laughs) no, no. We're, we're, we're not we just did. We just did that. Yeah, I'm not not doing that again. So I decided to re-roll. And when I re-rolled, we landed on 37. The very next episode. That's right. 
And uh, if you're a fan of Gargoyles and you've watched 37 of them in a row, then uh, you know we're in for a treat. Also, you might have a much better idea than I did of what exactly is going on in this show. No! (laughs) (laughs) I watched the shit out of this as a kid, and let me tell you, no idea what the fuck is happening in this episode. Well, I'll tell you what's happening in this episode. Uh, Goliath the leader of the gargoyle team is usually quite cool and powerful and honorable is straight up going through paranoid schizophrenia in a cave. Yeah. He, um, you know, uh, he, he took something that was laced with, uh, something else and he's fucking tripping, tripping <laughs> balls in this cave, but he knows that he's tripping balls at a certain point. Eventually he figures it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the time, people who are dealing with psychosis, you know, like you can convince them that what they're going through is not real. And indeed, mm-hmm. uh, Goliath figures it out eventually. So, um, Cal, this was your pick. What is Gargoyles? Um, a thousand years ago today. Today? Gargoyles. Today. Today, Gargoyles. as in when we're recording or today right. as as when someone is listening to this? Yes. <laughs> One thousand years ago today, gargoyles were made to defend mankind, but um, they were betrayed oh. by the humans that they had sworn to protect. Those sons of bitches. And uh, as a result, they were frozen in stone by a magical spell for a thousand years. And put on top of a big old castle. Big old castle. And in the future, castles are called skyscrapers well i remember uh from what i remember watching this show i wasn't allowed to watch this show as a kid but i would watch it at other people's houses goddamn right what i remember was the villain of the show whose name i think was xanatos sounds about right (laughs) because you don't forget a name like xanatos but i remember he was voiced a wizard by Jonathan Frakes. He's like a modern like businessman, but he had this like ancient castle airlifted from England and placed on top of his skyscraper. Fucking billionaires, man. Which, which is what which I think is what breaks the spell. Now, right a, because they needed to be a certain height. I can't remember the exact details of it. Now, as a kid, I'm like, "Hell yeah, this is like totally believable." That castle would fall apart. How dare you? Also, can you imagine just airlifting a castle across the Atlantic Ocean? Isn't it just one turret of a castle? It's the top of the castle. Okay, okay. I think it's like... How many helicopters would that? I think it's the top of like one wing of the castle. Okay. Now I need like like a thousand helicopters, but they could do it. We're going to get people like telling us like how both like how wrong we both are. Hey, I'm not cheating. I didn't look at the Wikipedia for Gargoyles before before watching or before recording this. I'm going off my childhood memory of it. That's um, right. Well, actually, it would only need 12 um, uh, Cherokee helicopters to airlift the parapets of this part of the castle. But how many trains? Oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe just one really big train. <laughs> one really strong train. 
perhaps an Astro Train. Oh yeah, Astro Train could do it. Yeah, I think he could do it. Yeah, yeah. He, ha- he yeah. has that uh, Transformers Generation One ability to shift his mass too. So yeah, d- d- <laughs> when he's in robot form, he's the size of everyone else. But when he's a uh, a shuttle, he's big enough to fit all the other transformers fit, in fit like dozens of decepticons who are each like 25 feet tall oh that's right yeah <laughs> each like 20 <laughs> feet tall we don't ask questions he's really light really light maybe he has the same mass he just gets well no they don't because when Soundwave transforms into a boom box anyone can pick him up yeah which makes no sense like how uh megatron just becomes a gun big enough for a starscream to shoot yeah not not a gun the size so that a human could hold him no no that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) a gun big enough for uh, another transformer to shoot yeah you know those like you know like 12 foot wide by like six foot tall like handguns that you see lingers yeah those 12 foot long like um purple lugers <laughs> G- Germ- german made 12 foot long uh hand cannons they don't make them like they used to no and indeed they don't make gargoyles like they they used to no disney does not make shows like this anymore no <laughs> there, there's so many things you could just put a disney like um no no checklist or make it a drinking game every time you see something that like Disney would absolutely not put in the show, you like drink. Um, and you'd be pretty wasted by the the end of any episode. You know, there's a there's a, a an era known as the the Disney Renaissance. It's been called yeah. that by like uh film historians and like film critics and uh whatnot. Guess what era that was? Around this time. Yep. It was kicked off by the Little, Little Mermaid, and yep. the Disney Renaissance, I think, uh, officially is considered to have ended with uh, Tarzan. That makes sense. That around then is when things started teetering. So, from off, about yeah. 1989 to 1998 is the era that's considered the Disney Renaissance. Yeah, yeah, and, and indeed, uh, Disney was making stuff like this. Which yeah, it's wild. Like uh, the the fact that they even give the villains like knives and like tie women up is wild. <laughs> Let alone some of the other shit that they they do in the show. So this episode, Shadows of the Past, originally aired on November twenty third, nineteen ninety five, and um, it opens in the past. I guess, I guess somehow Goliath and. Uh, cop lady uh elisa i think is her name uh have somehow gone back to medieval times maybe yes or it's a so there's a flashback at the beginning right and then it goes away from the flashback and actually shows the present of when they went to visit right right ireland or the uk or wherever they are but that little beginning of the flash uh, is what happened Avalon. to they're in Avalon. Oh, sorry. Right, right. Avalon. Um, and in the background, we see gargoyles and some knight be like, Elisa, I thought you understood lass. 
with like the worst fucking Scottish accent ever, but in like the best way possible. Yes, uh, I I don't know why I at first thought that they had gone back in time, but now that I think about it, it's like no, no, they 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 have gone to they've gone to Avalon to where the old castle used to be in the present. And but maybe there's some time travel because there's a knight there, and uh, so, so they're like sailing toward the island on a long ship, and I'm just picturing the immigrant song by uh, <laughs> by Led Zeppelin playing, right. Maybe, I won't put that version of the song at the end of this episode, but I will put a cover version that I really like. Nice. Maybe. Nice. And um, they're like, oh, I can't wait to get back uh, home to New York and eat that pizza. Um, and uh, Scotsman yells at her. Um, no, the boat, the, the magic boat they are on doesn't take you to where you want to go. It takes you to where you need to be. I'm like, OK, got it. <laughs> Good setup. I understand. When they get to this island, uh, uh, there's a storm going on, and Angela, I think, is her name. The, the yeah, Angela, the 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 girl, the girl Goyle, if you will. And she's not the usual girl Goyle. She is other girl Goyle. She's not the one in the the red loincloth. Right. Uh, she she's different girl Goyle on this quest. Right. I just want to say I think it's really cool how the little clasps on their like little devil wings they clasp over their shoulders to look like cape to look, to like, look like a cape like when they're not flying yeah that's fucking cool especially that's- since they all have like very like 90s like flowing like long hair and everything that, that's fucking cool and they all wear like loincloths like they all wear like just like they're they're barely clothed right mm-hmm. um there's another there's another time to drink right you see what the people are wearing in this they don't can't get away with that now (laughs) right showing that much uh side torso (laughs) and uh so we got angela we got goliath we got um red jacket lady and their faithful gargoyle dog Uh, on this boat bronx is right bronx um uh no relation to the bronx in (laughs) in uh new york well, if you remember, uh, all of the original gargoyles, Goliath had a name, but the rest of them didn't. And so they just took on names of the five boroughs in New York. Right. How could? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because as soon as I said that, I was like, wait, Bronx. Right. And they were all named. Uh, Hudson was another one. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Angela. And how can we forget Coney? My favorite, <laughs> my favorite. Um, and then you know we have Aunt, the the New York the New York district of Angela. We have the New York district of Angela. My cousin's from Angela. You know, terrible place. <laughs> Great pizza though. <laughs> um. So uh, after the storm on the magic Viking boat, they uh, they wash up on the magic uh, island. Yeah, and Angela wants to stay there, but Goliath is like, no, the tide's going to come up, um, so we're going to have to go out and brave the storm. Right, and they have kind of like a time limit because on the show, um, uh, they turn to stone when the sun hits them. Yeah, which at the very end of the episode, they all like just assume the position and as they're about to turn to stone if you're going to be turned to stone for like eight hours ten hours like right you might as well take a badass 
gargoyle position. Yeah, and um, Elisa is standing there, and I'm like, so she's just gonna, you know, wait there for like the next 14 hours, and then lo and behold, after they turn to stone, she just sits down and like leans against Goliath. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that's what she's gonna do. You ain't going anywhere without them, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. Is it like vampires and when the daylight, uh, when the sun rises, even if they're underground, do they turn to stone? Or is it specifically when the sun hits them? Or is that nebulous? I don't know. Hmm. Because it always shows when the sunlight is hitting them, them turning back to stone. But I would assume if they're underground, even if they're not touched by the sunlight, once the sun comes up, it's like vampires and they still turn to stone, but mm. because yeah, then they sure. could just go, go inside or underground. Right. Yeah. Just go into a, uh, like a, a, a basement or something with like blackout curtains. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, chill and go on the computer. It's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to play PlayStation for the next uh, 14 hours. Sounds like a pretty good gargoyle life. <laughs> but I, I mean, I guess the, uh, the, flip side to that though is they don't uh, heal or rest if they don't turn to stone oh right because they also rest and they, they still need to yeah why do you look so tired Goliath I've been playing Resident Evil 4 all <laughs> all day uh, <laughs> the remake of course I have actually been playing that lately been playing the yeah, separate I, I saw DLC. that on <laughs> yeah so what happens to uh, ye old uh, Angela and Goliath and there? There is Bronx a shot. Red jacket. Red jacket. Uh, Elisa is her name. Right, right. <laughs> uh, there's um, there's a shot at around five twenty or so, where there's an animation looping error, and it tri- it tripped me out when I first saw it, so I had to rewind. We see a shot of Angela walk up a hill, and then Elisa walk up a hill behind her and then Angela walk up the hill behind Elisa again and then Bronx is behind her <laughs> it was a weird uh, it was a weird animation looping error oh yeah just a little huh. yeah I didn't even notice and yeah that, sure enough they escape the storm um, I mean the gargoyles don't gargoyles don't need to but don't they did, do they care about the storm like they're gargoyles they have like su- super strong and but regardless they get inside the cave and uh, she's like hey we made it and uh, Goliath drops some exposition he's like hey the archmage the archmages uh made this like magic place to withstand the heresies of something oh and th- th- <laughs> this was the place where um where he was hatched where garg where where they right. would like forge gargoyles and like hatch right them and eggs. indeed he leans down and he like finds an artifact right uh, he starts because, uh, the Vikings were the Vikings their enemies yeah the Vikings were yes. the enemies yeah uh, he starts hallucinating pretty quickly and uh, after he reads like some ancient tablet like on a wall starts he seeing, starts hallucinating yeah starts seeing the ghosts of these two Vikings one of whom was a voice I had to rec- I recognized, so I had to re- look it up. And it is Clancy Brown, the Kurgan from Highlander himself. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
Huh. I was like, huh, I know that voice. I thought I recognized it too. Yeah. But yeah, they were like, what did did you see? Because he hallucinates and he starts seeing things. And they were like, Goliath, what did did you see? And he's like, "Uh, nothing. Don't worry about it. They're like, hmm, kind of sussy. Yeah. You're being a sussy baka, Goliath. He's like, no, shut up. And I don't know if we necessarily need to go over it scene by scene, but there is not really because a lot of it is kind of go ahead. (laughs) It's a lot of Goliath, like progressively more and more like falling victim to like straight up like psychosis and like kind of going back batshit thinking that uh, Angela and Elisa are the two Vikings and then trying to attack and his guilt is trying to attack them. And then he realizes what he's doing and, he runs from them so he doesn't hurt uh, Elisa and, and uh, Angela. It's an he's entire like, get away from me. I don't want to hurt you. It's an entire episode of just that playing out over and over again until we end up in some like deep like underground area with some weird like alien tech is what it looks like a- to me. Kind of a- ancient archmage spell uh, gazebo. there's there's ancient magic shit it looked Um, it looked more like alien tech than like magic to me i got stargate vibes because as the runes the writing on it would turn on there'd be like sci-fi sound effects like pulsating like glowing light it's like stargate tech where it's kind of like old like ancient tech but like high tech at the same time like that yeah, I, I got the, those vibes too. Um, and indeed, it's discovered that there's two glowing spirits that are the ones fucking with uh, Goliath because yeah. they want him to be disoriented uh, for what they're what plan. Well, we'll find out because uh, they uh, they try to guilt trip him at the very end and uh, they make a mistake because as they're manifesting uh, golems like stone or like rock or earthen golems to be like murderer betrayer of something in the past um they manifest um who's the chick goyle the girl goyle um not angela but it's on the tip of my tongue what's your name lady let's find out yeah let's find out again uh, we we watched this show it's just been a, a thousand it's been 84 years Gargoyles. Goiling through the night. Goiling through the night. Gargoyles. Never running from a fight. <laughs> oh, apparently Angela is Goliath's daughter. Oh, cool. Right, right. Uh, her name is Demona. Demona. Um, she manifests too, and they're like time to finish him off remember we don't want him too weak we need his life force and i'm like okay weird green ghosts let's see where you're going with this they manifest her right but um he eventually goes wait a second demona wasn't like hatched until like way after this like she wasn't here oh no uh it's not that she wasn't hatched it's that she had fled before this no that's what it was uh she had fled long before this event she wasn't part of like this this battle and he's like 
okay, that's what I thought. And then he he bolsters his willpower up and like starts using wrestling moves and fucking backbreakers and he he gives one of the the the, the shitty fake illusory gargoyles like a, a tombstone pile driver and and kicks their ass and uh, eventually the uh, the ghosts show themselves. Well, meanwhile, the whole episode, uh, despite the fact that one of them has wings, they're rock climbing down a chasm. They've been conveniently removed from all of this scene uh, because the two ghosts, the two Viking ghosts, want to use this artifact down here, the alien tech, if you will. Ancient alien astronaut theorists believe <laughs> that ancient Vikings could come back to life if they switched places with the mortal remnants of a vampire, could this be true? Some ancient astronaut theorists say yes. <laughs> and it may be the result of interference through extraterrestrial visitors. The pagans had arch mages that could commune with the aliens. <laughs> Can you tell that we've watched... <laughs> So the the magic ancient stones. The you know how there's that like faceless narrator who always connects the two fucking experts that have something to say. Yeah. The ancient stones, have they always been there? Were they made by ancient pagans or were they made by greater forces? Have you ever seen newer ancient aliens? Like from within no. the past like couple of years. <laughs> no, <laughs> have you? I, I have. Yeah. Uh, one, they actually. Um, it, it. It's not just like old men on the show anymore. There's actually like women on the show and whatnot, and like younger people that they interview. What? And they actually <laughs> the the what's his name like uh, the the big hair guy. Oh, you're talking about um, Giorgio Sukalos. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll actually like go like on site with some of these experts to like check areas and like and like look for artifacts and things like that. Uh, apparently, he he's actually a pretty like decent dude. And yeah. like he he doesn't like in his social media, he'll be like, "Hey, like these are all like thought experiments." Like he he's not actually like a an insane dude. Like he's yeah. he yeah, uh, apparently he he's like shows up at cons all the time, and uh, for a while there, I was following him on Facebook because he was um, quite the advocate for a lot of like social like movements. Yeah, I can and see a lot that. of like a, a lot of like <sighs> my ancient alien theorist host gone woke. Unfollow, <laughs> right? Because he'd like side with Black Lives Matter or like whatever, right? And so many people being like, oh, Giorgio gone woke. Yeah, it's like it was it was always meant to just be fun. Yeah, it was never meant to. And you could look at him, man. He made his hair bigger and bigger every every season. Like he, nobody does that hair. And then like he barely had a straight face throughout that. But seeing him on location, like he actually seems like he he's like into archaeology and into history yeah yeah totally yeah yeah so like newer ancient aliens actually has him and like usually like one or two other experts like going to like a site and like looking for like artifacts and stuff 
It's cool. Ancient alien theorists believe that gargoyles used to come to life. <laughs> All right, Giorgio Sukalos. There's a bit where they're going down that like narrow area, which um, and uh, Goliath is like completely tripping balls. And uh, Elisa actually says, she's like, hey, he's not doing well. Uh, if he falls, can you catch him? And Angela makes a point of saying that uh, they probably wouldn't be able to fly because the path is too narrow. Yeah, I actually liked her quickly explaining that. Like, hey, they're not like all powerful like beings. Like they need to spread their wings out to fly. Yeah. And they, their their wings are like 12 <laughs> feet from like tip to tip, maybe like longer like this. There's no room there. And I, uh, I did find it funny when Goliath was inevitably falling though. And like Bronx goes and like catches him. And then Elisa like comes oh, over the, and grabs like one of his arms. I thought that that was funny too. And I'm like, okay, sorry, human woman with skinny arms. That's an 800 pound <laughs> gargoyle, gargoyle. Right. And he's being held up by an 800 pound gargoyle dog. And maybe Angela could come over and like help pull him up. You're not doing shit, lady. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I'm sorry, but you ain't doing shit. Like this dog <laughs> that's made out of muscle, right? That's like five times the size of a normal dog and presumably much heavier and magically stronger. Lady, you're not pulling Goliath up. And indeed, guess what? They don't pull him up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he ends up falling and that's how they end up down at the, um, Alien the, tech cavern. The, the alien tech cavern. Uh, but before um, the Stargate like powers up, or or it does fully power up, um, it's revealed. Ha ha! It was actually us, Ghost Vikings. <laughs> it was us, <laughs> Ghost Vikings. What a fuck! Okay, I just want to point out, everyone, this is a particularly fucking wacky and out of place episode there's magic and gargoyles but like not magic gargoyle like schizophrenia episodes <laughs> alien tech like th- this this is the this is the odd episode <laughs> out you know the you know the oh you just didn't land on you landed on one of the bad ones this is the you landed on one of the insane episodes yeah Th- this episode is i i don't even know what they're trying to tell us because the Viking ghosts come to life and as they come to life, they start kicking the shit out of Goliath, like ramming into him. But then when they like restore themselves to life, the other one, because they were, it's explained, I think at one point that they were rival clans of Vikings. They're rival clans. They banded together to take on the Avalonians. Yeah. Um, But in listening to uh, Goliath, travel through the cave of dreams. Um, (laughs) One of them realizes that they weren't betrayed by the Avalonians and that they were set up by the other Viking clan. Yeah. So So he turns on the one that talks like this Um, (laughs) as their flesh and blood. Cause one even says, ah, yes, I can feel again. Ah, I can get an erection again. It's wonderful. Um, the, The more Scottish one, goes uh not on my watch i've been waiting for this day you damn landlubber somehow i became a pirate there uh, and, and the he tackles the like, other dude is like fine i'll take your head too mcleod and there's conveniently lightning everywhere as this 
alien tech is still powering up. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why it's going to blow up. Yes. By the way, it's going to blow up. Um, so as they get tackled, um, they're fighting each other inside of the gazebo, the alien tech gazebo. <laughs> and it's a good description of it. Um, Goliath goes from ghostly because he was going to be stuck in their stead there forever. Yeah. He goes uh, physical again. And then, well, wouldn't you know it? The magical alien tech gazebo blows up. Yeah. It blows up. I actually can't tell you why. <laughs> I just watched this and I watched, like, I'm fast forwarding it through it. And it, uh, there, there was like, a, one of them even says like, no, you fool. You, you've um, pushed us back into the energy field or something. It, the, 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 the Kurgan Viking says like quite hilariously as like the thing is exploding and like our heroes are flying away. He's like, <laughs> yeah. no, what will I do without someone to hate? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> So the alien gazebo blows the fuck up just as Angela and cool jacket lady and gargoyle dog uh, show up and they're like, whoa, what the fuck happened here? It seems like it's a long story. And he's like a thousand year old story. (laughs) And I'm like, oh yeah, I guess. Um, And then the ghost of the Scottish one, the non Kurgan one he's like hi laddie you help me you help me soul like let go of the past thank you and uh he uh, he dissipates and like a like a jedi and he goes to heaven um and then as the all they're all leaving and he's like and i'll tell you this story as we exit the cave um on one of the magical alien tech panels like you said banging against like the surface as if he's trapped in the the stone slab ah you can't leave me here i can't live here for an eternity with no one to hate (laughs) and i guess the only thing that kept him sane was uh, having that asshole with him and uh well it's a terrible line (laughs) like what i doesn't say why they're i guess because the their hate kept their souls there and one of them was able to let it go and the other one wasn't so and uh yeah that's his personal hell he's trapped in the alien tech broken gazebo never to manifest as a weird green blob that can make hallucinations for gargoyles again (laughs) (laughs) because it is revealed that like the the two like little green glob ghosts were the vikings and they're the ones who've been fucking with yeah goliath the whole time there yeah yeah and then uh you know what they uh as they leave the cave the the storm is uh is gone i guess they didn't need to go in the cave (laughs) (laughs) anyway um and uh, as the storm's clearing the the sun's coming up and they Yep, they uh they they assume the position and turn to stone. <laughs> <laughs> they assume Hulkamania poses, <laughs> turn to stone, and as I mentioned earlier, I'm just like, so what's Ali- what's Elisa gonna do? Well they uh 
while just chill for 14 fucking hours <laughs> while they turn to stone and indeed yeah she just sits down and like leans up against goliath and is like well i guess this is this is my day curse you goliath curse you <laughs> <laughs> i'll get you for this i don't know how but and uh there he'll stay you know, I was just reading Demona doesn't turn to stone. She's actually been uh, just living as a gargoyle for the past thousand years. Eh? Eh? Yeah, she's uh, Goliath's ex-mate and Angela's biological mother. Ooh. Look, look at Demona. You, they wouldn't they wouldn't dress somebody like. I guess they could get away with it because like they're like not human. Yeah, kind of. I feel like people would still take issue with it nowadays, though. Right? The 90s were, uh, were, were a different, different time. And yeah. holy crap, this show is very 90s. She doesn't turn into stone at all, or she just wasn't under the thousand-year curse? Uh, is no longer frozen in stone by daylight like the others, thanks to Puck's oh. pre-gathering intervention. She has been continuously alive for a millennium. Because of a Ooh. magical pact with Macbeth, granted to them by the series version of the Three Witches. Oh. Giving both of them near irrevocable immortality. Ooh. So she's like peak level gargoyle. Yeah, she's like like uh She's like the blade of gargoyles. I was just going to, <laughs> I was like trying to like, oh, how do I fit a blade reference in here? She's like the blade of gargoyles. All of their strengths. All of their, <laughs> none of their weaknesses. Demona in a fucking leather jacket, fucking sunglasses just shows up to a rave. There's something I found out about that song recently that kind of, that kind of, I was like, oh shit, music. Okay, what was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. The song was done by, um, hang on. We're going in, folks. Don't try to stop us. Played techno music. Oh, yeah, it's, um, yeah, that, that's what it is. Okay, it is a remix of a New Order song. I yeah yeah you know order like how does it feel like that yeah. new order yeah I had no idea oh I I had deep dived on that like years back when I was running my vampire the masquerade LARP ooh and uh, yeah I I had found that out and I was like oh shit I mean it makes sense I just didn't didn't know until I looked yeah it's just a '90s dance remix of that song yeah. You know, Funny, I actually still have a handful of CDs, and one of them is the very best of New Order. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's a good CD to have. It is, yeah. There's lots of... There's a lot of fan art of Gargoyles. I bet there is. <laughs> fan art. <laughs> it's a lot of fan art of Demona. Let me tell you. I bet. You know, she's voiced by uh, Counselor Troy. From next generation. Oh, I mean, I can hear it now. Yeah. Oh, 
Well, and I mentioned too what an all-star that, cast that uh, Jonathan Frakes, Commander Riker, uh, voices uh, Xanatos. That's right. Yeah, it's it's an all-star uh, fucking voice cast. Yeah. Oh yeah, Keith David as Goliath. <laughs> Xander Berkeley. Xander Berkeley. Uh, he's a character actor. I've seen him in a lot of things. Hudson was voiced by the late Ed Asner. Oh. He, was a, he was a huge deal in his day. Yeah. Yeah. All-star cast. A fucking all-star. Oh, Michael Dorn. Commander Worf himself. Yeah. Uh, CCH, CCH Pounder, who was in uh, ER and The Shield and a bunch of other things. Yeah, yeah. Well. Well, here on uh, Ye old. uh Ye old laser comb podcast. Uh, gonna ask uh, good old Siege. Uh, we just caught a very random episode of uh, 1994's Gargoyles. Um, would you tune in next week? Based on the strength of this episode, no, no, I would not. <laughs> I would watch the show again though because I know I did like it when I was younger. Hmm. And um, it's funny that it it was bound to happen to us. Um, I don't think just on this one. Nah, but too much is happening. Nothing of interest is like happening. It's very psychological. Uh, little kid me wouldn't have been paying attention enough to like the episode. And you know what? 36 year old me uh, who is paying attention to it. Didn't like it. 39-year-old me was having trouble paying attention to it. <laughs> I watched the episode twice. <laughs> um, I watched. I paid perfect attention to it. I understand it. I still don't. It's not great. Um, and yet, that's that's the name of the game. I There's like 50 episodes we could have caught where I would have been like, fuck yeah. Uh, and that being said, this wasn't like completely bad. It was just... All, it was all over the place. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We weird one to step into. Yeah. And uh well the bat the batshit episode. The batshit but also kind of boring episode. But uh, but also kinda kinda boring, yeah. We made it way more interesting than it actually was. Yeah. As as per usual. As um, as is our way. And uh that was uh that was my pick. We we finally did it. We watched gargoyles. All right. And uh, that was episode 81 of the Lasercomb podcast. Best way to support the show is go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're starting at the $5 tier. You get to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on this very podcast. Uh, You get a bonus weekly Patreon-exclusive podcast, the Super Lasercomb Patreon Super Show, commentary tracks, and a whole bunch of other goodies. So if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. Sometimes it's longer than these episodes <laughs> sometimes yeah today it's definitely going to be <laughs> this week um if you want to interact with us best way to do that is to join our discord link in the description as always i have no other social media to plug yeah we used to plug the shit out of like everything and like now it's just like i don't fucking care what who's on threads <laughs> like blue sky is just like i don't know i guess people are on blue sky Blue Sky is now go- open to the public, and there's still nothing going on there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's open to the public. I remember, like, 
it was one of those things where it was like, oh, we need to get an invite. We need to get an invite. What the hell? I've been on a waiting list. And then we got in and we were like, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Nothing's here's going some, on here. Here's huh? some invites. And everyone's just like, no, I'm good. I'm like, no, huh. I've got like six of them, guys. Hey, no. Oh, OK. Sure? Guess nothing's okay. going on here. Oh, well, <laughs> go take a look at Twitter. Uh, wow. Somehow became 80% bots over the last three, four or five months. Huh? Weird. Oh, what's going on? Oh, blue check mark like Elon fans like taking up all the 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 oh the ads are weird and uh, oh this isn't even like this isn't even a version of bad Twitter. Most of my feed isn't even people I follow anymore. I not even people like I follow, and it's just like I, there's there's no you're losing me here. There's there's no reason for for me to stick around here. Yeah, and uh, so yeah. Uh, it's it's just I check my Facebook messages. I don't even go on Facebook really. I still like Instagram and use that a lot, so I guess you can follow me there. I'm at Christopher Siege. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been posting forever on Instagram, like actually, like probably like six years. <laughs> um, but yeah, Discord's how you find us. Yeah, like we actually respond, interact, post images. Will we? We'll be back next week with another siege pick because, um, well, this is one that I'm amazed that we haven't gotten to yet at, um, at any point. It's a show that I know both me and Cal grew up with, and I'm sure almost all of you listening grew up with as well. I'm surprised none of you have pitched it, um, but it's being talked about a lot lately because on oh. Disney Plus... There's a follow-up series that just had a trailer drop. And that follow-up series is going to be launching, I think, in a couple of weeks here. So That's right. Sooner than rather than later. So on the next episode of the Lasercomb Podcast, we're going to review a random episode of 1992's X-Men. Hell yeah. And you know what? Uh, I didn't know what he was going to choose. Uh, before the episode, he's like, ooh, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, <laughs> how is it even possible that we have never, we had, yeah, I've never covered weird. it? Yeah, I know, right? In the dozens upon dozens of, yeah, <laughs> of episodes, no one's pitched it. And that's like right up Laser Combs, right up Laser Combs Alley, right up there, <laughs> right up there. Right up there, right up the latex, tight, <laughs> brightly colored <laughs> X-Men alley. The gives new meaning to the gloves are off. <laughs> the gloves are gloves are on now. <laughs> oh my. All right. So that'll be fun. Yeah, let's figure out which episode we're gonna watch. Share screen. Where is where did the share screen button go? Oh, there we go. They keep moving it. Do. And I, I, I realize that uh, that just makes me sound like an old person. Oh, this technology keeps changing on me. <laughs> they keep changing. Oh, it they on moved me. the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, all right. Back Cheers. in my day. So, how many episodes does X Men have? Uh, oh, there's a whole section with just the Spider Man crossovers oh yeah i fun fact yeah there was two episodes where the characters from x-men appeared on the 90s spider-man cartoon i actually have that on dvd i found oh, it really? in a bargain bin at walmart like 10 years ago no shit yeah 
Uh, so 76 episodes in total, so random number generator time. One episode between 1 and 76, and here we go. Ten. Ooh. Nice and early one. It's got to be a season one episode. Uh, yep. Uh, Come the Apocalypse. Shared on February 27th, 1993. Almost to the day, 31 years ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, Apocalypse and Mystique turn mutants who journeyed to Muir Island seeking the fictitious cure into the Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Oh, I'm, I actually remember this episode. Uh, I kind of... I kind of remember this. Sweet. Yeah. That sounds well, like a cool one. Yeah, we'll be back next week with that. And until then, I've been The Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm NeoCal, your other host. Thanks for listening. We will um, stone you next week. Or will we X you next week? X going to give it to you. I hope so. Despite of all your losing